Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, it is a Wednesday morning and uh, time for us to uh, visit our favorite family physician, Dr. Stan Anderson. He's on our WHBC Newsline right now. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, good morning, Pam. Great to talk to you. And I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to answer a question sent in to us by a listener. Um, And, you know... (laughs) I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, every time I get on social media, here, take this vitamin. Here, this is the best shampoo. You're, is your hair thinning? Are you losing hair? What's going on? It's, it's overwhelming sometimes, especially for women over 40. You know, it's, it's a tough situation. So fill us in. I know there's, there's all kinds of things to talk about when it comes to hair loss for women. Yeah, so the first thing is, is you try to determine what the basic category is. And there's 17 different categories that we talk about in medicine, but you got to look to try to get a sense of it. Is the hair falling out gradually or is it falling out abruptly? Is it thinning or is it something which is regrowing, not regrowing? Is it just not regrowing fast enough? And so um, oftentimes in medicine, what we do is we try to get a sense of what's going on so that we can determine the best treatment. Because clearly, if you take a biotin supplement and biotin is not the cause of the hair loss, then you're obviously barking up the wrong tree. Because one of the most common, and this is something that happens to so many of us, it's heredity hair loss. The medical term for it is called androgenic alopecia in both men and women. And basically what it means is you've inherited genes that cause the hair follicles, which is where the hair grows out of, to shrink and eventually stop growing hair. So think of it as the hair follicles are just getting aging. Uh, They're just getting older. They're aging quicker. And hair loss can start in teenage years, but usually you're absolutely right. It starts in our 40s and 50s. That is one of the reasons why you see a lot of people that don't have as much of a head of hair in their 60s, 70s, and 80s compared to teenagers and people in their 20s. So hereditary hair loss, look at your family, get a determination of what they're doing. And with age, almost all of us will lose some hair loss um, and what you want to do is that's where a lot of the um, the replenishment, the proteins, the different things they can get online, that's where they do help if you have the most common kind, which is what's called heredity hair loss. Now, autoimmune disorders, so that would be like alopecia areata, where you get like a whole clump of hair loss. So it's like a patch that occurs. That can occur anywhere. That's usually related to an autoimmune disorder. So that means that for whatever reason, and oftentimes this is 
inherited also, your body is attacking the hair follicle area and it's killing it. And that responds to nothing over the counter. You need your provider to be able to come up with um, treatments specifically designed to try to help you with that. And then obviously cancer treatments. When people have cancer and they're going through chemotherapy, radiation therapy, that damages the hair and there is significant hair loss. Some women lose all of their hair when they go through chemotherapy. The treatment for that is give it time, sometimes a cooling cap uh, before, during, and after chemotherapy helps to prevent uh, the hair loss from chemo. But then you mentioned the, as we get older, it's stressors. So childbirth, illness, weight loss, stressors in your life, all of those things can cause you to end up having more hair loss. That tends to be single hairs that start to come up. You notice it more on your pillow. You notice it more on the brush. And that is associated with the stress in your life. It's the stress hormones that end up making a role. And then hair care. So if you're going to getting your hair cut and you're having color perms or if you end up having a lot of different pulling on the hair, sometimes you're damaging the hair over time. That can lead to significant hair loss. And then the hairstyle that you wear, if you tightly pull back on the hair, um, you put it in braids, and if you're constantly pulling on it, that's called traction alopecia. And the most important thing is to change the hairstyle that you're doing. Hormones. Hormones, specifically, there is a condition in women called polycystic ovary syndrome, and it leads to cysts on women's ovaries, and that leads to hair loss. And that causes a temporary hormone imbalance, and women develop not just hair loss, but they get hair gain in other places that they don't want, and they end up having painful, hard periods that are just uncomfortable. So sometimes a hormone imbalance is one of the causes, infections, so a scalp infection. So if you end up having a mite or if you end up getting a bacteria, um, those can lead to bald spots. And the treatment is treat the infection. Medications. Many medicines cause hair loss. So many of the medicines that we take for blood pressure, for cholesterol, you need to talk over with your healthcare provider as to whether or not your medicines are the cause of your hair loss. Psoriasis. So psoriasis is a condition where you end up, again, having very dry skin, very similar to eczema, but more pronounced. And the eczema leading to the psoriasis causes the hair loss. And the treatment for that is you want to go on steroids. There's so many different um, autoimmune medicines that are available. And then pulling on your hair. So if you have a nervous habit of pulling on your hair, that's called trichotillomania, that can literally pull the hair out so you get balding spots there. Scarring alopecia is oftentimes a condition that is autoimmune, and oftentimes this cicatricial alopecia is something that is due to damage to the hair follicle. Syphilis, sexually transmitted infections, 
So people that have had syphilis end up getting diffuse hair loss, and sometimes they end up getting big patches of hair loss. Thyroid disease. So if you have too much thyroid or too little thyroid, you're going to end up having hair loss. Um, and then too little biotin. This is where you end up getting the um, the different medicines that they talk about and the things that you see all the commercials. Too little biotin or iron or too little protein. That's why uh, weight loss can sometimes cause this. Or too little zinc. That's where you end up getting most of the hair loss uh, products that are available. Friction. So you can get friction not so much on the top of the hair, but sometimes socks or boots. Um, pushing against the skin, that can cause frictional alopecia. And then finally, number 17, poison. So sometimes being poisoned, so uh, thallium, mercury, lithium, if a, a person is taking Coumadin or Warfarin, um, if you take too much of it, that can cause it. Too much vitamin A, too much selenium, which is a metal, is toxic and can cause hair loss. So a lot of times people do something that they think is a vitamin that is good for them in one way, but it's actually bad for them because it's causing hair loss. So those are the 17 wow. categories. And what should happen is, is your healthcare provider is going to try to sort out which of those you have. We'll do medical tests. Usually it's blood work. And then they'll end up coming up with a strategy to help. If you think it is just age and it's just my DNA and it's my lot in life, what I recommend to most women is go get female minoxidil, which is the 1% liquid, and I recommend using that. It's very safe. Um, it's over-the-counter, and it's a generic, and it's a pretty inexpensive way to be able to treat hair loss. So I know this was a long diatribe, but the bottom line was there was so much that I was trying to at least categorize of what a person could be dealing with. So thank you for your patience with me. No, and that's good because I know there's a lot, like you say, there's a lot of reasons, but people spend a lot of money on those things that they see out there. You know, you look at it and you say, okay, I'm going to order these vitamins or the the, pep, the protein peptides powder. You know, um, I'm just, I'm looking at things that I see all over the place. And, you know, there are women who dry their hair in the morning and there's a ton of hair on the sink. You know, or they wash their hair in the morning. There's, you know, tons of hair in the, you know, in the sink. And they're just like, what do I do for that? You know, I, I don't know. So I guess I would say the best thing is to, to talk to your to your physician. Yeah. And oftentimes we end up referring to a dermatologist if we don't see the success that we need. So bottom line, start with your health care provider, your primary care provider. Start there. That's a great place to start. Well, we thank the listener for sending that in. That was great because I know there's a lot of people out there that are all talking about this. I know quite a few. And I appreciate you giving us all that information. That's a lot of good stuff. That's a lot of good stuff, Dr. Stan. Thanks, Pam. I look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you.